Hi, and welcome to the Zero to Four podcast, where I talk about topics to help you to prepare for, thrive in, as well as recover from pregnancy by sharing with you evidence-based information about pregnancy, as well as answers to your everyday questions. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Pinnock. Hi, and welcome back to the Zero to Four podcast. It's Dr. Christina Pinnock here. So happy that you've joined me for another episode. And so today we are going to be talking about a very interesting topic that is advanced maternal age. At the end of the last podcast, I talked about the importance of this topic and that I really wanted to dedicate a whole episode to just going over some important things to know. And so I just wanted to share that with you today. And so, you know, we're going to be talking about pregnancy over the age of 35. And so the reason why I really think this is an important topic to talk about is because for so many women that both are in my life, so family members, friends, colleagues, um, as well as patients who um, are conceiving at a later age in life. And it's not just a local trend, it's actually a global trend. And actually in the United States, there's a general trend to conceive at an older age, whereas now around 19% of all pregnancies are actually conceived in women over the age of 35. And so when you do the numbers, it's actually a, a lot of births that are um, happening in you know moms over the age of 35. And, you know, me personally, I am in my 30s. I don't yet have children. And one day I, I do want to have children. And so it's a topic that's also very salient and personal. And I know many other women can relate. So many of my colleagues in medicine who have done extensive medical training. So perhaps you've gone to undergrad medical school and then completed a residency and possibly a fellowship. It's not uncommon to sort of delay starting your family until you're done with medical training um, just because of many reasons. But oftentimes the hours during medical training training can be very demanding. And so many people opt to explore having children after their after they've completed their medical training. Other women um, may decide to have children at a later age for other reasons. So perhaps you've partnered later in life and this is perhaps something you didn't think you were going to explore and now it's something that you want to explore. Or maybe there are some personal goals you wanted to meet or professional goals you wanted to meet before starting a family. You know, the reasons are vast and we're not going to be able to kind of go into all of the possibilities. But what we are seeing, you know, nationally and globally is that there is a trend to having children at an older age. And so, you know, this is a this is a topic that I think will be really important to talk about for a lot of people. So let's start by talking about what is advanced maternal age and where it came from. Advanced maternal age is when one's estimated due date in pregnancy is after you turn 35. And so perhaps you conceive at age 34 and your due date happens after you turn 35, then you'd be considered to be of advanced maternal age. Or if you're already pregnant at or older than age 35, then you would be considered of advanced maternal age. And, you know, historically, we chose 35 as sort of the cutoff point for advanced maternal age initially arbitrarily. So it came about years ago during the performance of amniocentesis, which is a procedure during which your doctor samples some amniotic fluid from around the baby for genetic testing or other types of testing. And so historically, it was found that the risk of having a complication during an amniocentesis is actually equal to the risk of a person having a uh, 
pregnancy, affected by Down syndrome at age 35. And so the number was chosen initially arbitrarily due to that reason. We've since then done a lot of studies, both, you know, looking back at women who delivered after age 35 and looking at women who get pregnant and we monitor them during pregnancy and see how things unfold. And we found that in addition to this kind of arbitrary cutoff, there tends to be an f- association with a lower fertility as well as a higher risk of having some genetic conditions after age 35. And so we continue to use this as our definition of, of advanced maternal age. You know, our newer studies have found that the risk of having many of the things that I'll talk about in a few minutes actually occurs in a continuum above age 35. And so we tend to think about the risk of a pregnancy in five-year increments now. So so we think about pregnancies between age 35 to 39 as one five-year increment, 40 to 44 as another increment, 45 to 49 as another five-year increment, and then age over 50. And so when we think about the risk to the pregnancy, we think about them along this continuum of five-year increments. And so as I mentioned, there are some things to consider if you are going to be conceiving above the age of 35. I like to think of these considerations in two buckets. One, early pregnancy considerations. So perhaps early in pregnancy or the first two trimesters. And then the second bucket are sort of later pregnancy considerations. So what are some things to think about later on in pregnancy due to advanced maternal age? And so when you think about some early pregnancy considerations, as I mentioned, nothing necessarily magical happens at age 35, but we do see a few important things in relation to pregnancy. And one of them is that fertility starts to decline as women get older, particularly above age 35. And the reason for this is because women are actually born with all of the eggs that they'll have for their lifetime to conceive with. And each month during a menstrual cycle, there are less and less eggs available to conceive a pregnancy. And so by the time of the fourth decade in life, so in your early 30s to mid 30s, we do see the amount of eggs available or oocytes available to conceive a pregnancy decline. And then by the time you pass age 35, those numbers start declining at a, a more rapid rate. And so because of this, it can be harder to conceive a pregnancy after the age of 35. So in addition to a lower rate of fertility that we see, we also actually see an increased risk of experiencing a pregnancy loss or a miscarriage over the age of 35. And the reason for this is, in addition to the number of eggs being lower after above age 35, we also see that the quality of the eggs available are less than they were in your 20s, for example. And so because of that, there could be a higher risk of experiencing a miscarriage, as well as a high risk of a pregnancy experience in some genetic conditions such as Down syndrome and other uh, genetic conditions. And so those are some early pregnancy considerations we want to think about in relation to age. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, the risk of experience in any of these things are really on a continuum above the age of 35, such that, you know, women who are trying to conceive above age 50 will have a harder time getting pregnant and higher risk of having a miscarriage and genetic condition with the pregnancy than someone who's trying to conceive at age 35. And so we have to think about this as a continuum. 
With that being said, I take care of many women on a daily basis who are carrying healthy pregnancies above the age of 35, who didn't have any trouble conceiving, who didn't experience a miscarriage, and who also isn't experiencing a pregnancy affected by a genetic condition. So although there is a higher risk of experience in some of these things. These are statistically increased risks that may not necessarily apply to you. It's sort of looking at a population level, what we see when we look at women who are getting pregnant above age 35 compared to those who are under 35. And then transitioning to thinking about some late pregnancy considerations. Again, nothing magical happens at age 35, but we do see higher risk of certain pregnancy conditions occurring in women who are having a pregnancy at a later time in life. And one of those things that we probably see most consistently is a higher risk of experience in preeclampsia or high blood pressures of pregnancy. Now, preeclampsia is a condition that's specific and unique to pregnancy where women can experience elevated blood pressures, protein in their urine, as well as injury to um, different organs in the body due to this disease. And it generally resolves after pregnancy, but we tend to see it happen at a higher rate in women with a variety of different conditions, but also we see it at a higher rate in women who uh, get pregnant over the age of 35. Another thing that we see occurring more frequently above the age of 35 is gestational diabetes, which is also a condition that is unique to pregnancy where your body has a relative intolerance to glucose and we can see this occurring at a higher rate in women above the age of 35. Another thing that we do see occur is some growth abnormalities with babies. And so we've seen a number of studies both showing that some women experience pregnancies with babies that are uh, smaller than expected, and then other women can experience pregnancies with babies that are bigger than expected. We do see this happen particularly in women above the age of 40, and so that's something else to keep in mind if you are conceiving and you are above the age of 35, particularly if you're above the age of 40. And lastly, one later pregnancy consideration is the risk of actually experiencing a pregnancy loss or a stillbirth. Thankfully, this occurs very, very rarely, but we have seen an association with uh, uh, a late pregnancy loss for women who do get pregnant at a later age in life. And so that's something to keep in mind. And as I mentioned earlier, all of these risks are on a continuum above the age of 35, with women between the age of 35 to 39 at a relatively lower risk of experiencing some of these outcomes than women, say, over the age of 50. And so, you know, we really want to look at things globally. One other thing to consider is that as age increases in life, there is a higher risk of experiencing also some chronic medical conditions. And so there's a higher rate of experiencing prediabetes or even type 2 diabetes. There's a higher rate of having overweight and obesity. And there's also a, a higher rate of experiencing chronic hypertension. And so since these chronic medical conditions can be seen at a higher rate in women who do get pregnant at a later stage in life, it's important to understand the impact of not only your age individually affecting some of these outcomes in pregnancy, but also having additional conditions that can also impact the risk of experiencing some of these uh, conditions in pregnancy. 
And so with these things in mind, if you're thinking about pursuing pregnancy and you are going to be considered of advanced maternal age, there are three things I want you to ensure that you talk with your doctor about. And the first is your genetic testing options. So as I mentioned earlier, given the higher rate of experience in a, a genetic condition, it's really important to talk with your doctor about your genetic testing options that are available. There are a number of testing options available, such as the circulating free DNA screening and additional testing, such as diagnostic testing, like a amniocentesis or chorionic villa sampling. So I just recommend that you talk with your doctor about these options to know what's available. And so you can make an informed decision about what's best for you and your family in terms of genetic testing. The second thing I'd encourage you to talk with your doctor about um, is whether you'd benefit from taking a baby aspirin. And the reason for this is, as I mentioned, women who get pregnant above the age of 35 are at a higher risk of experiencing preeclampsia. And we found that taking a baby aspirin starting in the first trimester can actually decrease your risk of having preeclampsia by upwards of 30%. And so it's really important to talk with your doctor to see if you would benefit from taking a baby aspirin early in pregnancy, um, if you have any additional risk factors in addition to your um, age above 35. And then the last thing I'd recommend for you to talk with your doctor about is whether you'd be eligible for any additional monitoring in the third trimester of pregnancy. So as I mentioned earlier, Women who get pregnant above the age of 35 can be at a higher risk of having some growth abnormalities with the pregnancy, particularly for those women who are above 40. It's important to understand if you would benefit from any additional monitoring, such as ultrasounds to assess baby size or any additional monitoring to understand baby's well-being given the additional risk of a late pregnancy loss as well for women who are above the age of 35. And so I'd encourage you to talk with your doctor about those three takeaways, your genetic testing options, whether you'd be eligible for a baby aspirin, and whether you'd also benefit from any additional monitoring in the third trimester due to your age. Overall, having a pregnancy above the age of 35 does not necessarily mean that you'll experience any challenges or any complications, but it does mean that you could be at a higher risk of experiencing these things. And so we do want to keep them in mind and take all the steps that we can to ensure that you're both getting screened for anything that could potentially occur during your pregnancy and being monitored appropriately. But again, I take care of many women who go on to have very healthy, normal pregnancies above the age of 35. So there is there is no guarantee that you'll experience any of these complications or conditions in pregnancy, but it's just something that we'd like to keep in mind. So that's all I have for you regarding this topic. I hope it's left you a bit more informed and prepared for your pregnancy above the age of 35. And I'll see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Zero to Four podcast, please share it with a friend as well as leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can reach more women just like yourself. You can also find me on Instagram at Dr. Christina Pinnock, where you can share any thoughts about the show or any topics that you'd like to see me cover in the future. So I'll see you next week on the Zero to Four podcast.